You keep shit a hundred face, but face. He be and, talking and it, straight. It helps and it hurts a little bit, but at the at the same time, I really don't give a fuck what nobody so got. That's say. the whole thing I want to talk to you about right here. You be calling so much shit out on Facebook, right? Do you believe that hinders your career? You see the trend of just ass to mouth, ass kissing, circle following each right. other. Right, I ain't sucking nobody's dick and none of that <laughs> shit, yo. There's a lot of dick riding shit on there. How do you feel about that? To each his own, like, social media is so hard to tell what's real from what's fake for people. Right. Unless you really know that person that yeah. it's kind of hard, you know? Motherfuckers be throwing up money and all that shit, but that shit that they throw that money up and then the next day they using that money to go pay their rent. So it's this broad on Facebook, right? Right. She sells the dream of being the biggest fitness trainer in the city. Mm-hmm. Doing her thing, driving nice cars, you know, living luxury, da 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 da, da traveling, ba da 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 da, whole nine bang, whole mm -hmm. nine shebang. I walk into a restaurant. Guess who's waiting my motherfucking food? Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, I close it out by asking you, where do you think we're gonna go as far as a, a black community on the internet and social media? Cause you see the flexing now, is this shit gonna come to a Damn, end? no, it ain't coming to no end. You know what I'm saying? I be seeing females on, on Instagram with 5,000 likes on the picture and shit, yeah. but then you go into their crib, they got roaches and shit like that, and that's real. That's that shit, real, you know what I'm saying? That shit pissed me off. Because they try to make you put in the most work, most work. too. Bro. Yeah, they try to be the ones to make you put the most work, work in. in. You know that what shit saying? is crazy. Where does this come from that it annoys you so much by these people on the internet? Because it's damn near entertainment to me on the internet. Yeah, but I've run across a lot of these people in real life and shit. And so just, you know. Yeah, you I know, know the real so situations like, and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Female, like females be using niggas and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like people need to be called out for for certain <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you got, you, you're influencing other people to believe mm -hmm. certain things, you know what I'm saying? You Like just, yo, this one chick, she posted a picture of her baby daddy getting locked up for not paying child support Damn. and saying hopefully somebody could help him find a job and shit. But Damn. she's bragging and boasting about a nigga yeah. getting locked up, but at the same time, bitch, you spreaded your legs to have sex with this nigga and get knocked up. So what the fuck is the difference? So you online and you see how motherfuckers just hype any and everything up. Right. Then you go out into the Charlotte City nightlife and you see it for what it is. Niggas be broke. <laughs> How do you rate the hypeness of it online versus the reality of it? Like, I see bitches that be using niggas for food and shit like that. <laughs> and then turn around, I go and I try to fucking talk to a girl and shit. She talking about something, you gonna take me out to eat? Bitch, Hell I never know. Nah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You know, it's niggas out here. Yo, what, what's been killing me lately? Seeing these females just drop their cash app. What the fuck you dropping yeah, your yeah, cash yeah, out yeah, for? Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's dumbass niggas who be willing money. to put money in their accounts and shit. I ain't hating your shit. If I was a female, I'd probably do it too. You wake up every day. You get online. You see the handful of artists 
I don't even want to say handful, a ass of artists. It's a wave of motherfuckers that right, right. in the city. Right. All damn near in the same pocket, pretty much. Right. Um, you know, some different, some got their own unique ways and styles and whatnot. But damn near in the same pocket. Um, do you get anxious as far as waiting on your day to come? Seeing that so many of them are popping or getting the attention that they getting right now? Uh, Dage Loaf. Mm. Man, this is a lot of people. This is juvenile. What's Dage uh, Loaf then? Man, I don't know, but I know <laughs> when I met her in person, she was beautiful. I bet. Now, with your music versus most of the artists in the city, I ain't gonna say all, right. most, you write honestly from the heart. Facts. You write from the soul. Facts. I, you know, I don't care how the person take it, I don't care how they absorb it in, that shit comes from the heart. Facts. Where do you get that from versus, uh, I guess, selling your integrity to catch up with everybody else? Now, to the kids who wouldn't understand as far as chasing this career and making this shit happen, um, could you explain to them the importance of money and what it does for you in this industry and why you need it? Everything has to do with money. <laughs> everything from the beats to the videos right. to promotion, everything has to do with money. You right. can't ask for no handout. Who's the one artist over the years you would have thought would hit the status as uh, the baby? Like one of those artists that you really would have thought been on by now. Uh, shit, the narrow Ferrari. I, I consider him. I think he's been on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think he has the same backing as the baby do. You know what I'm saying? Right. The the baby situation is totally different. You know, from the outside looking in, it just seems like somebody just snatched him and <laughs> said, "We're going to put this money behind you yeah. and push them out there." You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you remember this, but I remember this clear as day. Talk to him. Second semester, junior year, mm -hmm. first day. Right. You in the office, I'm in the office. Right. We both transferred from different schools. Facts. You came from East Meg, I came from Independence. Facts. What type of school did you come from? The difference between East Meg compared to coming to Butler and shit like that, Niggas was actually like real, you know what I'm saying? When I came to Butler, it was niggas from Matthews, North Carolina, mm. trying to act gangster and try to portray this <laughs> gangster shit, you know what I'm saying? And so it was kind of hard trying to adjust to that shit because <laughs> it was so many fake gangbangers and fake people, you know what I'm saying? You had a percentage of real people, but yeah. there's more white people at that school, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know now because now niggas getting shot up in Butler and shit, exactly. you know what I'm saying? That was my point. I, I, was I, I you know, it's like damn, I didn't. Uh, we didn't have no nigga getting killed up in the school, right, but we right. did have niggas accidentally letting their gun off on themselves and stuff like that. I remember a situation with one of my homeboys. He out of uh, prison now, but shit, him and uh, another dude that got into an altercation at school, and then the nigga ended up spitting on old dude. Mm. And so old dude had his sister set him up, Damn. and he came in and fucking shot him two times, you know what I'm saying? Shit. And so, you know, after that, you don't see neither one of them. The independence was 75% black, and like right. you said, my school had some real niggas, some fake niggas, and some in-between niggas. Right. Um, 
The culture shock to me the first day I came to Butler was crazy, but I kind of knew I was getting into it and I kind of wanted to jump into that world right. of just predominantly white people, 75% white, exactly. coming from a middle school and a high school. Right. What was that culture shock like for you? Exclusive rights and all that, what that mean? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? As far Exclusive as rights is a beat is completely yours. You can sell it as much as you want to. You can do whatever you want to. As the artist rapping on the song? As the artist rapping on the song. You can sell that beat You now. can sell that beat now. You can do whatever you want with that beat. Mm, okay. Exclusive rights. Exclusive rights. Now, when it comes to leasing, you can use that beat for promotional use. Mm. But at the same time, that, this is why YouTube has all these beats because people are buying these, are paying leases. They're, they don't be wanting to spend the money on the exclusive rights. Right, right. So they be thinking, oh, I'm, I, 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 got, I got this beat. I done bought the lease or whatever. So ain't nobody else really messing with this beat like that. And so that one person buy that $50 lease, then another person buy that $50 lease. So these people are eating off of fucking leasing beats and shit. That's why so many beat people, there's so many producers online now. Shit like having an apartment to rent out and shit. Yeah, it's just like it's just like having an apartment. Yeah. You know, one person get it, then the next yep. person get it. Just like with the Versace beat. Yep. That was originally Soldier Boy. Beat. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then turn around, who ended up getting in the Migos? Got exclusive rights. Got exclusive rights. <laughs> what you call it, Lord? Uh, what you call it, Bobby Schmurter? Yeah. That song that he came out with, Hot Nigga. Yeah. And originally, it was Lloyd Banks beat. What? Yeah. Check it out. Look Damn, it up. I originally, it was Lloyd Banks beat. Damn, I ain't know that. Yeah, bro. Yo. Damn, that sounds terrible. Yer, it's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 30, Chasing a Deadline, Inside the Psyche of an Independent Artist. In this episode, I link up with a homie from high school once again, um, an artist by the name of DZ Maniago. Um, some of you may know him from his mixtape by the name of Fuck Being Local. Uh, that's where I got the first introduction to his music. Uh, he's always released music throughout the years, but that was the first time I think the city caught a glimpse of who he was. Um, other than that, I wanted to get inside his psyche of being an older rapper in the game and still chasing the independent dream of success. Um, from there, we explored exactly how much money went into uh, bigger artists within the city, uh, the type of money to get to the level of bigger artists in the city. Uh, we speak on social media, how we as people front on social media, flex on social media. Uh, we also speak on some of these cats out here tricking off on some of these women on social media. Yeah, we talk about a lot of different stuff, man. He's an opinionated dude. Oh, we also speak on how he be calling a lot of you niggas out on social media um it just ended up being a random topic but yeah we just spoke on the issues with that and plenty more man but you know like always my content's a1 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 follow my ig at r-o-b-e-i-w-h-y again that's r-o-b-e-i-w-h-y and like always like always like always like comment subscribe like the white girls in the valley say aha i'm out check 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 check
Shit, shit, shit. Uh, 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 uh. Alright. I'm here. My dog DZ. Maniago. Maniago Visuals. And the reason I bought you in today was for two reasons. One, I'm gonna save for later. Mm-hmm. Two, you're still an artist. Right, right, right. You're still on the come up. You're still trying to make it happen. Exactly. You truly believe in yourself, correct? Correct. I want to get inside of the psyche of an artist that's still coming up at a later stage in life. I have a handful of questions to ask you, and I wanted to see if you can answer them. Got you. All right, so off rip, my first question to you was... um. Nowadays, what's your approach to making music? Uh, well, it all starts with like the idea in my head, you know what I'm saying? Or how I'm feeling at the time. And from there, you know, it's trying to, trying to talk to my producer about the right beat to make for it or whatever. Or um, it may be times when I go on an instrumental from the industry or industry beat, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just want to do something like that, you know what I'm saying? So it all depends on like how I'm feeling at the time or whatever, you know. But as far as like just just like in general with it, it's just something that comes in my mind. I start writing this stuff and right. I go from there. It all starts with what's going on at the time. Now, with your music versus most other artists in the city, I ain't gonna say all, most, right. you write honestly from the heart. Facts. You write from the soul. Facts. Uh, you know, I don't care how the person take it, I don't care how they absorb it in, that shit comes from the heart. Facts. Where do you get that from versus, uh, I guess, selling your integrity to catch up with everybody else? I've always been like that ever since I started rapping, you know, I always started talking about shit that I've been going through or shit that I've seen and stuff like that. So I always respected the artists that were established on certain certain artists that were established about talking about real shit like Jada Kiss and stuff like that, talking mm-hmm. about what they really see in the neighborhoods they grew up in and stuff like that. So I never wanted to label myself as a... Uh, artists that's fake or trying to be something that they're not you know what i'm saying mm. because you got to keep up with that image you know what i'm saying if you want to sit here and talk about True. you game banging and this and that you got to keep up with that shit you're right and with a lot of that shit comes a lot of uh negativity and stuff in your life you know what i'm saying so as long as i keep it real and keep it honest with people i ain't got to sit here and try to make myself out to be something that i'm not now let's branch off real quick and we'll come back to the psyche of a rapper coming up. You're from San Diego, California. California. Um, what are some of the things you've seen in your childhood that goes into your music? Uh, well, first and foremost, there's a lot of pain about, you know, my, my real father passed away when I was two. Mm-hmm. So it's always thoughts that I wonder what if he was still here how my life would change and stuff like that i got a sister that's 16 years older than me so i've been around certain things at a young age that you know she showed me or whatever you know that it may not have been good or whatever and it's just like the environment just growing up around certain people just trying to do things and trying to do whatever they can to make it out of the environment that they were in you know what i'm saying so 
it's just what what was surrounding me, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I always had like that old school mom, you know what I'm saying? So I still had structure in my life, you know what I'm saying? But some of the decisions is kind of, you know, poor decisions, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, you got to make mistakes in order for you to uh, get it right. Now... I don't know if you remember this, but I remember this clear as day. Talk to me. Second semester, junior year. Mm-hmm. First day. Right. You in the office. I'm in the office. Right. We both transferred from different schools. Facts. You came from East Meg. I came from Independence. Facts. What type of school did you come from? Uh, as far as percentage of whites and blacks and Latinos. Oh, no, during that time, it was a lot of black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, East Meg was popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, East Meg was, you know, it was a lot of, like, real, like, the difference between East Meg compared to Humming and Butler and shit like that, niggas was actually, like, real. You know what I'm saying? When I came to Butler, it was niggas from Matthews, North Carolina, mm. trying to act gangster and trying to portray this <laughs> gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? And so it was kind of hard trying to adjust to that shit because it was so many fake gangbangers and fake people. You know what I'm saying? You had a percentage of real people, but yeah. there's more white people at that school. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know now because now niggas getting shot up in Butler and shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That was my point. Uh, I was saying, you know, it's like, damn, I didn't... Uh, we didn't have no nigga getting killed up in the school, right, but we right. did have niggas accidentally letting their gun off on themselves and stuff like that. I remember a situation with one of my homeboys. He out of uh, prison now, but shit, him and uh, another dude that got into an altercation at school, and then the nigga ended up spitting on old dude. Mm. And so old dude had his sister set him up, Dang. and he came in and fucking shot him two times, you know what I'm saying? Shit. And so, you know, after that, you don't see neither one of them. <laughs> in school, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's just, I feel like East Mech had a little bit more real street shit going on inside the school, you know what I'm saying? Because I went to school with, you know, Jers, uh, what, what's his name now? Um, Charlie Drugs and niggas like that, you know what I'm saying? So that shit, um, I missed East Mech. <laughs> now, the independence was 75% black, and like right. you said, my school had some real niggas, some fake niggas, and some in-between niggas. Right. Um, the culture shock to me the first day I came to Butler was crazy. But I kind of knew I was getting into it, and I kind of wanted to jump into that world. Right. Of just predominantly white people, 75% white. Exactly. Coming from a middle school and a high school. Right. What was that culture shock like for you? Uh, I ain't going to lie. Honestly, like I moved, I moved to Charlotte when I was, what? 13 and the first school I went to was Carmel Middle School you know what I'm saying mm. my 8th grade middle of my 8th grade year so going to Carmel is predominantly white yeah. you know what I'm saying the females used to like the black females used to hate on me because all the white girls love me and I started dating white girls and at the same time I still love my black women yeah. but you know it it, it was more it, it didn't really like bug me or bother me because I really didn't see too much like racism and stuff like that and like I was genuinely accepted like yeah. I was I was husky and shit so all the coaches wanted me to play football and shit like that you know what I'm saying so it wasn't a major culture shock because 
also where I'm from in California is all different types of races and right, ethnicities right. and shit. It ain't no black people here or white people there. It's all mixed up. You fucking going to school with Filipinos, Samoans, Mexicans, and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was always used to like adapting to different cultures, but you know, going to Butler, it was kind of like a reminder of going to uh, Carmel Middle School. So yeah. Um, last question about your youth. Um, did you write any songs about Butler while at Butler, or anybody in particular at Butler, or uh, shit like? I that? wrote a diss song about this nigga named Jerry Jones and shit. <laughs> <called Fat-ass nigga. laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was like, uh, I wrote it off of that independent uh, chick beat. It's a B-I-D-C. Yo, that shit was hard. I remember Little nigga, do you know what that means? Oh, man. I forgot the words of that shit, though. Damn. Shout out to Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't seen him since. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we had a, some real shit going down one time. Damn. Back then, like, back when I was like 18 and shit. But that shit did. I don't ever run across him. He got locked up. Way back when for like a couple of years and shit, but he out now, I guess. So shout out to him. All right, so back to the psyche shit. Um, you wake up every day, you get online, you see the handful of artists. I don't even want to say handful, a ass of artists. It's a wave of motherfuckers that right, right. in the city. Right. All damn near in the same pocket, pretty much. Right. Um, you know, some different. Some got their own unique ways and styles or whatnot. But damn near in the same pocket. Um, do you get anxious as far as waiting on your day to come? Seeing that so many of them are popping or getting the attention that they getting right now? Man, I always told myself, honestly, nowadays... This game is about money. You got the right money backing you or behind you. You're going to get to that level no matter how your music is. So right. I think me coming, when I come across the right money mm-hmm. and the right person to put that money behind, things will be totally different. You know what I'm saying? From now, I just got to, you know, focus on making the music and hope to get heard by the right person. You know what I'm saying? But if you got all the money that you like drug money and shit like that to put to back you know that shit is totally different you know what I'm saying it's totally different um who are your uh, three biggest influences in the city throughout the years up to today it could be today artists or artists from 10 years ago it don't matter Within the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Betty Grind, because mm. that nigga was popping. Like, he had commercials on BET and all that shit. <laughs> right. When I first started, like, really getting into the rapping, rapping for real shit. Uh, De Niro Farrar, I think he don't get the credit that he deserves. Slept on. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And uh, who else? Uh, I would say a dude named Just K. His singing abilities is crazy. He's done been on 106 and Park, and he's done been he done performed at uh, Monique's show and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So people who actually are making things you know happen and stuff like that. You know, even down to S Dub. You know what I'm saying? I would put him in the category too, or whatever. He goes by Numero Three now. But mm. yeah. now, have any of these three artists have you worked with, or have they reached out to you, or you reached out to them? Uh, I've worked with Just K before. Uh, Betty Grind, I think when 
I think he's gonna took a step back from music now. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't really worked with him. I've been around him in the in the um, dealings of music, but I haven't really worked with him. And then um, Daniel Farrar, I was just talking to his manager literally like last week about um, doing a feature with him and shit like mm. that. So you know, yeah. I would consider him an established artist in the city. You know what I'm saying? So. Right, right. Yeah, but that should be coming soon. It should be coming soon, definitely. Now, um, who's the one artist over the years you would have thought would hit the status as uh, the baby? Like, one of those artists that you really would have thought been on by now? Uh, shit, De Niro Ferrari, I, I consider him. I think he's been on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think he has the same backing as the baby do. You know what I'm saying? Right. The the baby situation is totally different. You know, from the outside looking in, it just seems like somebody just snatched him <laughs> and we're gonna put this money behind you yeah. and push them out there. You know what I'm saying? But he has a grind and the you know, got the sound and the females love him, so you know what I'm saying? You can't you can't lose with that, you know, and plus you got the the image for, you know, the personality and everything for social media. So, you know, I think that just added to the fire. Now, to the kids who wouldn't understand as far as chasing this career and making this shit happen, um, could you explain to them the importance of money and what it does for you in this industry and why you need it? Everything has to do with money. <laughs> everything from the beats to the videos right. to promotion, everything has to do with money. You right. can't ask for no handouts. Whether you got to go to work at Burger King, work at McDonald's or whatever the case you may may be, you know what I'm saying? But I was I would say especially being starting off early and maybe not having no kids or nothing, that's the time when you need to go chase the dreams. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because once you start having kids and stuff like that, you may get to a point where it's kind of imbalanced or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would just say for the young people coming up, if you don't have kids, go for it right now. You know what I'm saying? But if you do have kids, you got to find that balance with your kids between music. So, yeah. But as far as money, money is everything when it comes to this industry. You gotta spend money and you gotta make money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you have the ability to make money, there's gonna be people that want you, you know. Now, I seen that you was at uh fucking with Audio Box Studios for a minute. Right. I did some recording there in twenty fifteen. Um you seem like you was working with them hands on. Can you speak on that experience? It was more so I was working under a company called Buck TV or yeah. whatever, and we actually just filmed a, um, a 50 Cent interview at Audio Box or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I never particularly worked with Audio Box Studios and stuff, but, mm. you know, as far as, like, with that situation, it was more so coming to a 50 Cent video um, interview and helping film and stuff like that, so... Yeah, touching the industry like that, you uh, had your hands on to the industry a handful of times. Can you just name some of the people you've encountered and had dealings with? Uh, a lot. <laughs> Trina, uh, Yo Gotti, um, Boosie, um, damn, uh, what, Young Dolph, uh, Safari, uh, Dage Loaf. Mm. 
Man, it's a lot of people. It's juvenile. What they uh, smoke, man? Man, I don't know, but I know <laughs> when I met her in person, she was beautiful. I bet she yeah. was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and cool as ever. But um, yeah, just people like that. It's it's more people. You know, the list goes on, but I just just to name a few or whatever. All right, so I want to get to the second half of this interview. Why I pulled up on you? Okay. You keep shit a hun done on Facts. Facebook. Facts. <laughs> you be and talking it, straight. It helps and it hurts a little bit, but at the at the same time, I really don't give a fuck what nobody so got to say. That's the whole thing I want to talk to you about right here. You be calling so much shit out on Facebook. Right. Do you believe that hinders your career? Definitely. Definitely. You know, because a lot of times I'll be talking about situations with like females and shit like that, and yeah. that's the main audience. You know, that you speak on everything, definitely. But I do speak on everything. <laughs> but you know, like I didn't, I didn't. Yo, it, sometimes the shit that I say on uh, social media, it, help, it, it skyrockets my pussy rate. You know, I've got <laughs> females in my inbox talking about some. Ooh, why did somebody say that to you? You know, maybe you should come talk to me and chill with me and blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like real other situations and shit like that, I just like speaking my mind or more so. A lot of times with social media, it gets mixed up. They think I'm talking about myself, yeah. but sometimes I just talk about shit that I see. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I want to start a look like a little vlog talking about shit like that. You know, instead of just blurring it on Facebook, I'd rather make it a video and explain and help people get a visual and understand. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in the process of working on a video, like on a little like short film type thing with that shit. You know, talking about different topics and stuff like that. Alright, so you online, I guess like you, I'm online. And right. You see the trend of just Ass to mouth, ass kissing, circle following each right. other. Right, I ain't sucking nobody's dick and none of that <laughs> shit, yo. It's a lot of dick riding shit on there. How do you feel about that? To each his own. Like social media is so hard to tell what's real from what's fake for people. Right. Unless you really know that person that yeah. it's kind of hard, you know. Motherfuckers be throwing up money and all that shit. But that shit that they throw that money up and then the next day they using that money to go pay their rent. You know mm. what I'm saying? So mm. it's a lot of flexing and stuff on that. You know, I tend not to flex. I tend to, like, just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Let people know. But it just, it just hurts to see that. It's a lot of clout chasing, and that's that's the thing of today, clout chasing and being fake friends and yeah. being around these certain people and stuff. I go out, I go out, you know what I'm saying, niggas and seen me work with this person or work with that person to take a picture and shit. Mm. Now they all of a sudden all up on me talking about, so what's up, bro? We need to work and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially like the females, you know what I'm saying? That shit be crazy. A female to sit here back in high school or something, dismiss me but then they see me with training in Miami and shit and then they want to try to hey how you doing and give me the number and stuff like that you know so that's crazy to me that's been going on for generation generation after generation they see you then they want you exactly um, damn I had a good ass question oh yeah, yeah 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 so you online and you see how motherfuckers just hype any and everything though. right then you go out into the Charlotte City nightlife and you see it for what it is. Niggas be broke. 
how do you rate the hypeness of it online versus the reality of it? The shit, it's like the hypeness looks like a good 80, 90, a good 80, 90, and then turn around when you see it in person, it's just like a uh, 10, 5, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit be crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see so much shit, and that's why I be calling people out, you know what I'm saying? I be mm. calling, it's more so when I be saying that shit on Facebook and shit like that, I'm more so directing it towards people, you know what I'm saying? And there's so many people that I see doing it that I just can't name drop <laughs> individual people, so I just group it and categorize it together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I see bitches that be using niggas for food and shit like that, <laughs> and then turn around, I go and I try to fucking talk to a girl and shit, she talking about something, you gonna take me out to eat? Bitch, Hell I never know. Nah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell no. Nah. You know, it's niggas out here, yo, what, what's been killing me lately? Seeing these females just drop their cash app. What the fuck you dropping yeah, your yeah, cash yeah, out yeah, for? Yeah, 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 but there's yeah. dumb ass niggas who will be willing money. to put money in their accounts and shit. I ain't hating your shit. If I was a female, I'd probably do it too. <laughs> then at the same time, yo, uh, you'll try to holler at a female online and then turn around. She just sends you her cash app. Yep. What the fuck you sending me your cash app for? <laughs> Bitch, you got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You got me all the way fucked up. Well, yeah. Women on in the, on the internet and social media. We just came up with a new topic out of right, right, right. You just started with the cash app shit. Facts. The filter shit. Mm-hmm. The selling the dream shit. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm moving here. I'm traveling here. I'm traveling right. there. Do you believe it's more of the women that's doing it or more of the men that's doing it? Mm. I, I I don't know. I, I would have to... I can only speak on the women because I really don't have too many niggas on my Facebook page unless I know them or unless yeah. we do music and shit like that. But yeah. as far as with the women, I think it's a lot of women who do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I done seen a lot of flexing and shit, you know, taking pictures in front of cars and then turn around and be their mama car somebody else's car and shit like that. And then putting filters like the filter shit. I'm so glad they came out with like Facebook Live and fucking oh, yeah. Instagram yeah, Live yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. you can see the the real face from the fake face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> used to be taking pictures and putting a filter, but now when they go on live, you can actually see what they yeah. look like and see their flaws yeah. and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's always going to be like that now. Social media has been taking over and everything. So, so it's this broad on Facebook, right? Right. She sells the dream of being the biggest fitness trainer in the city. Mm-hmm. Doing her thing, driving nice cars, you know, living luxury, da-da-da-da-da, traveling, ba da 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 whole nine bang, whole mm -hmm. nine shebang. I walk into a restaurant, guess who's waiting my motherfucking food? Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, I close it out by asking you, where do you think we're going to go as far as uh, a black community on the internet and social media? Because you see the flexing now. Is this shit going to come to a Damn. end? Damn. No, it ain't coming to no end. It's going down. There's niggas nowadays on songs talking about I was just listening to uh, Offset. Yeah. On on the Breakfast Club talking about how niggas is now talking about shit that they done did in real life and they songs and getting locked up for the shit on some Bobby Smurda shit mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. the in the black community it's only bringing us down doing all this fraudulent shit. You know what I'm saying? All this trying to make people accept us 
for the fake instead of for the real and shit. You know what I'm saying? I be seeing females on on Instagram with five thousand likes on the picture and shit. Yeah. But then you go into their crib, they got roaches and shit like that. <laughs> and that's real. That's that shit, real. You know what I'm saying? That shit pissed me off. Because they try to make you put in the most work, most work. Too, bro. Yeah, they try to be the ones that make you put the most work, work in. You know that what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. But then again, there's some of them that, you know what I'm saying, that'll sit here and talk. Yo, I, I ain't gonna lie. There was one time I smashed this bitch, right? And then turn around the next day on Facebook, she talking about I ain't had sex in about six months. <laughs> I need to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, I, I can't get mad, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that's not my bitch. And I, like, I wouldn't even care to date a female that's talking about sex and stuff like that on social media. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted to call her ass out so bad. I was like, nah, let me just block and delete her because I hate that fake shit. <laughs> I hate that fake shit. My my block list is so long from damn, damn fake ass people and shit like that. <laughs> I, I swear to you. Where does this come from that it annoys you so much by these people on the internet? Because it's damn near entertainment to me on the internet. Yeah, but I've run across a lot of these people in real life and shit. And so just, you know, yeah, you I know, know the real so situations like, and yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Female, like, females be using niggas and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I just feel like people need to be called out for, for certain <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you got, you, you're influencing other people to believe mm -hmm. certain things, you know what I'm saying? You, like, just, yo, this one chick, she posted a picture of her baby daddy getting locked up for not paying child support Dang. and saying hopefully somebody could help him find a job and shit. But Dang. she's bragging and boasting about a nigga yeah. getting locked up. But at the same time, bitch, you spreaded your legs to have sex with this nigga and get knocked up. So what the fuck is the difference? Yeah. You know, I feel like when you're having a child, you should either, yo, you have to know that you could take care of that child by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because you can never depend on nobody else. Exactly. And if you need the money that much or whatever, that shit crazy. I would, yo, if I was a female, I'd never put a motherfucker on child support. You don't want to take care of the kid, the kid going to be just fine. I'm going to just grind harder. <laughs> yeah. And fucking, you know, you, so many people nowadays, a lot of women don't put their baby daddies on child support and they just grind it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. somebody who does and on top of that brags about it, it more so just makes me seem like y'all just spiteful and wanting to do it from the get-go and shit. And now you're you're not even just embarrassing him, but you're embarrassing your children. Because mm. you're putting your children's father out like that. And so it's like, ha-ha, your daddy a deadbeat. Ha-ha, your daddy can't do shit for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't do that shit. Right. But whatever goes on in the private goes on in the private and shit. You know so <laughs> That shit crazy. Now, more towards your music. Um, what do you have planned next in the tuck? If I said that shit right, I don't know if I said it right. I got, I got this financial backing coming, and I'm about to go crazy. I mm. promise you. And when I go crazy, I just want to work with, on not on no follow, following steps from other people, but I want to keep my videos being done by people in the city. Mm. I want to keep my beats done by people in the city. And yeah. I just want to build that strong following from people in the city and shit like that and expand as well. Because I do a lot of traveling with my music and shit too. I be going to studios in LA and all that stuff. But I think more so when the financial back comes then the marketing and being able to financially market myself better <laughs> you know what I'm saying alright so last talking point the baby mm -hmm. biggest shit in the city right now right biggest name we all seen this come up from nothing right what are your thoughts on 
him and how he projects himself to the world. Not the city, because it's kind of like the same shit you say where you know. Right. We know. Right. How do you feel about how he projects himself to the world now that he has a bigger platform? He did everything right. He did everything right. But what I will say, no shade and no nothing, he got the financial backing to do everything right. right. I feel if certain other people had the financial backing from the get-go, from the beginning, to do do it right, not to say that shit they would have did it better than him or anything like that, but yeah. I think that there's other people who would be in a better position they're in than you know, not than him, but you know, in a better position they're in. But as far as like with he he knew what to do. He knew to go to the studio, could make consistent mixtapes, make consistent videos, yeah. and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like my nigga G Money Fly, who be shooting his videos and shit like that, he charged six hundred dollars a video. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you only working at Burger King and shit like that, <laughs> how you going financially do all this shit and go to the go to Audio Box and record fucking fifty sixty dollars sessions and get it mixed down for a hundred and something dollars and shit like that? How you going to do that without financial backing mm -hmm. so a lot of it has to deal with having the right financial backing you know what I'm saying so he he got the financial backing and took over you know what I'm saying so shout out to the baby you know alright I want to play a game with you real quick talk to me I got two questions one I want to play this game called by the numbers okay and two I want you to remember this cause I'm gonna forget okay I want you to tell me the estimation of up to today. How much do you think, down to the cent, it took for the baby to get to this point? Okay. Now, I want you to think of that on the back end. Gotcha. All right, so this is just for the kids, just to show them how much money it would take to get on. I'm going to list everything, and you tell me if I missed something along the way. Gotcha. Just for a motherfucker to make an album and, you know what I'm saying, get it out properly. So, let's start with a beat. You're going to lease it. You're going to put it online. You're probably going to shoot a video or two to it to about 10 to 12 songs. How much you think those beats are going to cost individually? Already, I know starting prices for beats is like 200 and up. So, if you're doing like 12 songs on a, on a project, that's 200 times 12. And but but some people be selling theirs for three hundred, three fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I would just give on the low end two hundred dollars for exclusive rights mm. off gate. Okay, so we're at twenty four hundred right now. But I want you to explain. Do you know the exclusive rights and all that? What that mean? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? As far exclusive as rights is a beat is completely yours. You can sell it as much as you want to. You can do whatever you want to. As the artist rapping on the song. As the artist rapping on the song. You can sell that beat. You now. can sell that beat now. You can do whatever you want with that beat. Mm, okay, exclusive rights. Exclusive rights. Now, when it comes to leasing, you can use that beat. For promotional use, mm. but at the same time, that this is why YouTube has all these beats because 
people are buying these are paying leases. They they don't be wanting to spend the money on the exclusive rights. Right, right. So they be thinking, oh, I'm I, I I got I got this beat. I done bought the lease or whatever. So ain't nobody else really messing with this beat like that. And so that one person buy that fifty dollar lease, then another person buy that fifty dollar lease. So these people are eating off of fucking leasing beats and shit. That's why so many beat people. There's so many producers online now. Shit like having an apartment to rent out and shit. Yeah, it's just like it's just like having an apartment. You know, one person get it, then the next person get it. Just like with the Versace beat, that was originally Soldier Boy. I heard, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then turn around, who ended up getting the Migos? Got exclusive rights. Got exclusive rights. (laughs) What you call it, Lord? uh, What you call it, Bobby Schmurder? Yeah, that song that he came out with, Hot Nigga. Yeah, originally it was Lloyd Banks beat. What? Yeah, check it out. Look it up. Originally it was Lloyd Banks beat. Damn, I ain't know that. Yeah, bro. That shit real. Okay, so we're gonna say this a little a little hood nigga and he trying to save some money. You know what I'm saying? So he's gonna lease these beats. You said at fifty sixty, right? Right. Alright, so let's do that math real quick. Sixty five just for good luck. Sixty five dollars at twelve songs. Seven hundred and eighty dollars. Right. Now, that's just to get the beats. Now we need to record these beats. So, 12 sessions at a respectable studio. How much? 12 sessions at a... We at 780. Right, and then you got to do it with $50, um, $50 an hour. 50 oh, an hour. It take hour. about two hours to get a nice song nice out and done. Yeah. yeah, so let's say 100 per 100 song. a session. So that's $1,200 plus 780 Right. All right, so we're at 1980 So far, we have the beats, and so far, we have the music to the beat. So we have the right. songs completed, 12 songs. You're a young nigga. You're anxious. If you creative and you smart like me, you shooting videos all 12 of them songs. All 12 of them songs, right. This your first swing, I'm all in, all 12. How many are you doing? Uh, Video-wise? Yeah, um, of the album. I would, I would want to do all 12, but at the same time, um, some songs aren't just, just aren't, you, you can't capture everything you want without a big budget. You know what I'm saying? So I right. know a lot of people that have songs in the vault and they just wait. You know what I'm saying? So, But I would do all 12 songs personally, myself. Well, we... I said we've been around long enough to know on average these niggas do about two to three. So we'll say about four to five. I so, wouldn't even say in Charlotte because in Charlotte yeah. niggas are making projects only doing like one, one. or two videos. <laughs> Maybe that. that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I shoot videos also, so I already know. Exactly. I already have to yeah. talk with people. People will book a video. Uh, <laughs> damn, man, my money ain't right right yep. now. You know what I'm saying? But I understand, so I don't hate on it at all. So we're at 1980. We're going to shoot three music videos, three dice rolls. How much of these music videos riding for at a you said A Z? Mm-hmm. That's five, six hundred. That's not nah, that ain't logical for a nigga on the block. He would come to you. He tell you know his whole story. You seen what he doing, you see what he invest in, you see what he worth. Right. Not that much. How much are you charging him per video? 
Man, I be working out with people. You know, it, it's a difference for me being a videographer. The reason why I started it because I don't have the money to be motherfucking shooting, uh, paying this person three, four hundred dollars for a video. Right. And then on top of that, when I get the video, there's certain things in the video I didn't like, so exactly. I started shooting my own shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's not is when I shoot videos, it's different because other niggas shoot videos because that's their occupation, that's their living. Mm -hmm. But for me, I do it. To help other people out, you know what I'm saying. So I I I'll give somebody a video for 175 dollars. You know what I'm saying. So 175 is a cheap music video. Yeah, hell yeah. Because you gotta deal. You gotta deal with going to the individual scenes and shit like that. You gotta take the time to record these shits mm -hmm. under whatever conditions, and then you gotta go back home after everything's said and done and take your time editing it. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole it's a whole process. And then you're also paying for the equipment being used. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have no cheap camera. My camera is a $3,000 camera. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Then my lens on top of that is a Zeiss lens. So that's already a $1,000. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put your... You're trying to invest your money back as well and make your money back. So, All right. So real quick, I'm sure you know. All these little side videos before... Uh, your boy, the baby blew up. Right. Just the ones he was shooting in the videos in the last two years. How much was those videos costing? They were up there. You know what I'm saying? They were three hundred, four hundred dollars a video. It ain't bad, but he, he started off shits like you gotta week. understand when he started off shooting videos from. You go through his chronological order on his YouTube. Yeah. When he first started, he was dealing with this dude named Travis Bravo, uh -huh. and he was getting videos shot with G Money Fly. Right. G Money Fly been with him from the beginning. Yeah. G Money Fly has always <laughs> had good quality. Even back two years ago, when I hollered at G Money Fly for a video, he was charging three hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Sheesh. So. Yeah, so you know, but you but I can't speak on their situations though because you know he may have that faith in him and have that kind of what you call that. You see where it turns out now. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the other dude that he gets his video shot with Medley Films, yeah. I hollered at him about a video. He said two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And he and the baby done got him millions of views. Yeah, on his YouTube channel now. I'm yeah, literally millions. So is that the hustle with photographers that y'all take? I don't want to expose your uh, shit, right? Right, right, right. Shoot the video, right, and post it on y'all channel for y'all to make bread. Is that the hustle? With me, it's two things. You get the video, but if you want to buy the exclusive rights to the video, mm -hmm. then you pay that extra bread. Directors charge exclusive rights for yeah. the. Damn, I did not yeah. know that, bro. Yeah, what you call it? Buck TV. You go to Buck TV. You go to all his videos. Yeah. He has a Buck TV symbol. That's basically a watermark mm -hmm. on your video, and it's on his channel because you gotta understand that you're you're also with him and his brand. You're paying for the subscribers that he has. He has like thirty two thousand subscribers compared to your. 10 subscribers or right. 100 subscribers. You know what right. I'm saying? So you want him to put it on his on his thing. But if you don't want him to... Just like he did, he did a video with uh, Ray J. Mm -hmm. Ray J paid him extra money so he wouldn't have the Buck TV logo mm -hmm. on his shit. And then on top of that, they didn't want Buck TV to put the video on his page. They put it on Ray J's page. You know what I'm saying? So there's exclusive rights to videos also. Do you know how much a tax like that would cost on a regular motherfucker? 
It depends. I mean, yo, it is it, that that that's something that you agree upon a videographer. That could be from an extra hundred and fifty dollars to five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. You know what I'm saying? It all about. Or you know, some artists just agree. Shit, let me put it on my video, on my page, and on your page. Right. You know, but you're, if you're an established mm -hmm. artist. You don't want your music video being put on the videographer's page because you want to make that money off of that. Yeah. You know? So. All right. So we're at 1980 for the songs and the instrumentals. Um, You said we'll charge at about 200 per video and do three videos. That's $600. Right. 1980 plus $600 will give us $2580. Mm. <clears throat> Now, I'm kind of lost because I'm not experienced a season. Where do we go from here? We got the music. We got the beats. It's recorded. We got the videos, the three videos we fucking with. Where do we go from here? The promotion. The promotion. The best promotion is <clears throat> having that $750 that Worldstar charges and put it on Worldstar. That's the best promotion? That's one of the best, but you got to understand that if you look at all these new rappers coming out, mm -hmm. all these new people, they got their videos on Worldstar. When you go and look at these new people, their videos is on Worldstar. You got some that's on other other channels, but if you look at YBN, Namir, or whatever, that little young motherfucker and shit, mm -hmm. all his videos is on Worldstar. <clears throat> yeah. He blew up off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people tend to go to Worldstar because it's a bigger platform and they get the views. But if not that, then you also just got to damn fucking pay for promotion for like ads with Instagram and with Facebook and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And build a following, you know? Because it's side work. Beyond that shit, it's going out to doing showcases and putting, you know, your flyers and stuff out there. I could say for the baby, I seen this nigga fucking having people walking with his damn picture yeah. in the air. You know what I'm saying? And one of the main things about it, if you want to be an artist and you want to get out there, you can't hang around too many artists or have too many other artists in your circle. Mm -hmm. Because niggas get jealous. Mm -hmm. Niggas don't want to see you succeed if you're getting big and bigger than they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is you gotta yo, everybody in your in your clique or in your group, gotta everybody has to have their own position. You gonna be the videographer, yeah, you yeah. gonna be the cameraman, mm -hmm. you gonna be the nigga that drives the damn truck, you gonna be the nigga that holds the sign. Everybody has to play their position and I feel like with the baby in his situation, he had niggas that played the right positions. These niggas that's with him ain't all up in the camera, all up trying to get the shine, making music videos on the side, other than that nigga stunning for Vegas cause he picked him up, you know what I'm saying, and took him with him. Like I be listening to all this shit, you know what I'm saying? So all right, so we're at twenty five eighty. So you say we got three options to go within this promotion shit. So before we pick these three options, what happened if we choose? <clears throat> I mean, I know you know, and I know what happened if you don't choose these promotion packages. But tell the kids what happened if you do not choose these promotion packages. What's Man. the chances you taking with this whole project you just invested twenty five eighty into? It's a waste of money. You end up with a hundred views on your YouTube, on your YouTube uh, video and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's always good to go on Facebook and you put a little snippet out, and then you put your YouTube link and get the people if they want more to click on your YouTube link and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I've seen a lot of my views. 
come from come from putting out little Instagram snippets and stuff like that. So, which promotion package are we taking? We're gonna take the take the free one, the Instagram and the Facebook one. That's the free. Oh damn! I didn't know that was free. All right, so <clears throat> we're still at twenty five eighty. Where do we go from here? We passed promotions. Everything's good. It's clear. Are we getting attention yet? It depends on how. It depends because yo nowadays you gotta have yo a lot of people have gimmicks and a lot of people have all that extra other shit. So it all depends. It ain't all about the music nowadays because as you see, there's niggas like Nero who's up there, but they're not all the way out because of the right. you know because of certain situations and stipulations. So um, <clears throat> I would say. Mm. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. A lot of people tend to say, "Fuck it, is. you you either were born to be or born not to be." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then again, like like you say, it's the money, putting investing the money into the videos and into promotion into going to the clubs and getting them to play your record going to the radio station and paying them to play your record mm. you know what I'm saying that helps build your fan base but the the key to the success with the music shit is consistency right you know what I'm saying I could I could tell a lot of niggas in the city they're they're mad at the baby because he's at the, in the platform that he's at yeah. but then when you go on their YouTube's they only got like five videos. <laughs> they only got like one mixtape every three years. So let's talk but about mad. it. You know who it is. I know who it is. I went to school with that nigga. Right, right. Did you know him? No, not personally. Um. Do you believe the lane that he took benefited him? No, that shit hurt him, and I and I posted on Facebook. You can't beef with a nigga with a hundred thousand followers, and you don't have the same following. Them loyal followers in that comment section. They though. are in that <laughs> comment section. His loyal following is. In but that section my best advice it. for him, taking the approach he took. Yeah. I hope he had five hundred videos to the side, yeah. five hundred songs had to the shit side, ready to go. And dropping them. Yeah. Back to back to back because yeah. I go to the baby's fucking Instagram, mm -hmm. you see what he's doing. Work. Then I go to this nigga's Instagram, all I see is shit about this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So how? What does that make you look like? What? Are, what point are you trying to prove? This nigga already got a deal. This nigga already in the industry now. Yes. There's nothing you could do to stop that. Nothing. There's nothing you could do to stop that. He's built the family, bro. Like, at the end of the day, whatever shit you saying about the streets or whatever he did this or he dropped the red flag or nobody give a <laughs> fuck about that shit. Them bitches is on this nigga because they love the entertainment. They love the little chocolate got the gun and I'll pull it out and I'll fuck your baby mama shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This nigga always talk about fucking somebody bitching or something. You know what I'm saying? But, hey... You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, man, you can't stop. You can't stop that shit. Yeah. You know, you can only stop him with your success. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you ain't being successful and taking a different, you I've never seen nobody really benefit off of talking shit about another nigga other than Fifty Cent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
That's the only nigga I ever seen successfully talk shit about a bigger rapper and then fucking dominate. And Takashi on his come up. Exactly. He was surpassing old trash. Old trash, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was coming up to talk shit about But at the nigga. same time, yeah. man, like I, it really does open avenues for somebody like him to I bruh, I'm gonna be real with you. The niggas that are mad about this nigga or this in their mind, this nigga is moving so fast, they're not going to be able to catch up in a lifetime. And I think mm. they're scared mm. that they're not going to reach success because they know that they can't catch up with all this shit that this nigga is doing. Yeah. But give me a motherfucking hundred thousand dollars, I'll make that shit work. You know what I'm saying? We never I'll make got that to shit that work. Other question neither. What? How much do you think it cost him from Dab City or whatever? What the hell was that? Panther shit he did. Oh yeah, yo, but having like I'm from the Panthers all the way. This to shit, <laughs> yo, I can't talk about it because this shit is tough. There's certain things that I know and certain things that I don't know. Yeah. I know that he deals with one of the biggest regional market people mm. in in radio, Arnold Taylor. You know what I'm saying? I know that. Who is that? He's just a. He's just. He's worked for fucking different damn, different record labels and shit like that. Yeah. Fucking Future used to fuck with him hard mm. and shouting him out in the song before and shit like that. Yeah. Yo, this nigga is really plugged in. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. He's fucking with the right person. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why you see you hear his songs on the radio all the time and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? These niggas have other artists on their label. Damn. But this nigga is who they putting the money behind. Yeah, or who, uh, who they put the money behind? Shout out to uh, Real Zay. I yeah, think he was yeah. under them or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yo, that's King go. Carter's son. Damn. Yeah, yeah. that's King Damn. Carter's son. Even King Carter even put in the debut on before his son. You know what Damn. I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Um, Alright, so you say you can't come up with an estimate from Dab City. I mean, I could come up with an estimate, bro, easily over. Oh, bro, that shit, the, all the shit that he's done did and shit like that, all the money that they put behind sprinters when they go to South by Southwest and shit, hotels and all that shit, all and that being shit. able to fucking, and even all down to DJ shit. say that that nigga used to grease their palms and shit all when they come shit. in the clubs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you about a good 100000 or better. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? A hundred racks or better. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's real. That's real. Yo, I don't even know how much the fucking real goats be charging for videos and shit. But if you, you this is the nigga, oh, his yeah, main real video. Goats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is the nigga main videographer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine th these niggas doing green screen videos and all that shit. Just imagine how much they charging. A regular ass, motherfucker. A ass of fucking Exactly, bread. bro. You, shit, that shit costs money. All right, so I'm going to let you get up out of here. But... Last question I want to ask you. You've been at it for a minute. I want to know. <clears throat> you're talking to a little kid now. <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat. Right. I want to know one good thing about being in pursuit of this rap shit and one bad thing about being in pursuit of this rap shit. One good thing about being in pursuit of this rap shit is... You can make money doing what you love to do. Simple as that. One bad thing is you got to sacrifice family and friends and living a regular life over chasing your dreams. Mm. And 90% of the people that I know chase their dreams and reach 
successful levels, didn't have comfortable living, didn't have comfortable, wasn't comfortable. You know what I'm saying? They went through the struggle. They went through sleeping in their car for this shit. Mm. They went through sleeping on the floor in the studio for this shit. Mm. They went through fucking ups and downs and shit, having to sell drugs and shit like that to reach this shit. Yeah. So that's that's what I would say. Like the good thing about it is you can make money off of doing what you love. You know what I'm saying? You can make YouTube money. You 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 build your fan base. You you know. Females come, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's good things that comes to this shit, but also there's the bad things having to, having to sacrifice, having to sacrifice time from your kids. Yeah. Having to sacrifice, like, that's my main thing that I'm dealing with right now. Right. Having to sacrifice the time for my kids to be able to do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Especially with a baby mama, like baby mamas that'll put you on child support if you fucking miss your week or miss your weekend with your kids. You know what I'm saying? But it's about how bad you want it. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think the main thing when you ask yourself about rapping is what are you doing it for? Are you doing it to make money, or are you doing it for the? fame and for being recognized. Mm. If you're doing it to be recognized, that's cool, that's dandy, but that shit come and go. But if you're doing it for the money, then you have a reason for like like the money when you get the money the fame comes that's what they say you go for the money the females will flock the females right, will right, come right, right. you go for the money the the fame will come yeah. you know what I'm saying chase but if you're trying to shit. chase the yeah. fame yeah. it's just like yo what, it's, by the bullshit. it's just like are you going to date a stripper she, she motherfucking Doing this for money, ain't no telling what she'll do for another dollar. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, but at the same time, there are strippers. Don't don't get me wrong. There are strippers <laughs> who, who ain't like that. But some of the ones that I ran across, they'll <laughs> do that certain thing for an extra dollar. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is my nigga. My nigga. I appreciate this one. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no I doubt. told you it was gonna be fire. And right. You, you delivered. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Already, you want to give these people your uh, handle? I'm gonna cut it in and throw it at the front. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this, DZ Montiago, Montiago, baby. You can reach me at Facebook at DZ Montiago, Instagram at DZ Montiago, Snapchat DZ Montiago, uh, Twitter DZ Montiago. You can put me in Google and search me DZ Montiago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's D E Z Z E M O N T I A G O. You know what I'm saying? So uh, also you. You can reach me at Montiago Visuals or whatever. I'm working on all those pages right now on the website or whatever. But you can type in Montiago Visuals in Google and it'll show up, you know. And if you want to book book features and stuff like that, you can reach me at MontiagoVisuals at gmail.com. So, yeah. Alrighty. I appreciate you, bros. Yes, sir. Alright. And that's going to be episode 30, Chasing a Deadline, Inside the Psyche of an Independent Artist. You heard me? Yeah. I'd like to thank my guest, DZ Maniago, for pulling up and showing love, man. Like always, he always helped your bro deliver one of my best episodes to this date. I stand by that. I stand on that. 
Anyways, man, I got episodes in the tuck racked up. It's a blessing that I've, I'm at this point in my career. People actually want to pull up and do interviews, so now interviews are racking up. It's a blessing. Um, other than that, you already know my content stays A1, stays on point, because I do everything, nigga. Everything, you little bitch-ass nigga. Um, other than that, follow my IG at R-O-B-E-I. W-H-Y Again, that's R-O-B-E-I W-H-Y And like always, like always, like always Like Subscribe And comment Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say Nigga I'm out